Hello, this is Will Hardy with Man Talk Radio. We are all about breaking down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few minutes. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Network podcast. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. The golden voice of Ernie Hodge. If you've ever wondered who that is that does the announcing there, one of the very talented voice people we have at the Truth Network. If you ever want to, Ernie, if you come by and see him sometime, if you ever want to take a tour, you can just get a hold of us. We'd love to take you. But we are, hey, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're listening. But once again, it seems we're Samless in Seattle. <laughs> Even Winston. <laughs> but Sam may be calling in here shortly. We, uh, <laughs> Keith is trying to get him on the phone, so we, we may get him in a minute. But tonight's topic, I'm just going to give you a little um, spoiler alert. You're not going to go, oh, man, I can hardly wait to hear about this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's exciting, Robbie. What are you talking about? But it may grow on you. We're hoping it would. No, it actually, it, it, it's got everything to do with all of our journeys, uh, not just masculine, but feminine as well. But Rodney, it was your topic, so I'll let you dive in there now that I've set you up so beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> set me up for what? To trip and fall and f- fall flat on my face here. Yeah. So last week when we were going over Andy's scripture and reading it, and I was looking at that compared to where we were the previous week so we've been in loyalty and strong men and this topic i was studying just kind of jumped out at me as like hey i think it might be something we could do and i was like okay well i loved andy's scripture reading so i went right back just a few verses earlier and thought well let me just jump in there because i love first john because it just has so many truths in it and the what john has in there as basically his three tests which was the first one is kind of a doctrinal about belief the second one is more of a moral about obedience and the third one is like a social about love and where i want to go in this topic was to kind of stick with the same theme was basically the moral test of obedience and just kind of sticking in there because basically with what john does in first john is basically just sets up an incredible encouragement for those who are in john and basically also sets up how he can expose those that are unbelievers. And that's all comes out there. And it just gives you incredible confidence in your salvation, which was one of the, you know, heresies back then, you know, you're not going to be saved. And I just love how first John sets that up. And I thought obedience would be a great place to go after our last topics. So for a lot of us, including me, we may have had older sisters, that played on this obedience thing, and, and so when I, when you when you say the word obedience to me, I can't help but think of of this clip actually that Rodney got from Despicable Me, and and Gru's got some kids. Yeah, I mean Gru comes home, he is bringing up the three d- girls that he just um, 
um, adopted, and he's bringing them into his house. And basically, this is their first introduction to the home life. And here you go. Talk about obedience. As you can see, I have provided everything a child might need. All right. Uh, okay. As I will say... Hey! Oh! Somebody broke that. Okay. Okay. Clearly, we need to set some rules. Rule number one. You will not touch anything. Uh-huh. What about the floor? Yes, you may touch the floor. What about the air? Yes, you may touch the air. What about this? Ah! Where did you get that? Found it. Okay, rule number two, you will not bother me while I'm working. Rule number three, you will not cry, or whine, or laugh, or giggle, or sneeze, or burp, or fart. <laughs> so, no, no, no annoying sounds, right? Does this count as annoying? Very. <sighs> I will see you in six hours. Okay, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to be really happy here. Right? Agnes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can say that, you know, but it's interesting. There's, there's lots of challenges here, but I think there's amazing adventures here as well. So we do have Sam. He's called in from Seattle. <laughs> He's Kernersville, Seattle. Yeah. Kind of yeah. We were Samless and Seattler. We were Seattleless and Sam. However, that worked. But nonetheless, you you got a story along these lines, don't you, Sam? I do. I do. As I always looked at obedience, to be very transparent and honest, I kind of thought of a dog. You know, yeah. You, you throw the thing; it wants it has to go fetch it, bring it back. You know, whatever that is, right? The ball whatever, and I always kind of thought of obedience in that manner uh, in regards to how a dog responds to its master. You know, and there's been some times when God's called me to be obedient on some things that I really didn't want to go do. Um, you know, the first one was to uh, tell my wife uh, at the time that uh, I was uh, had been struggling with pornography, and I really did not want to have that conversation, and my and God was on me for probably six months. You need to have it. You need to have it. You need to have it. And, and he told me something at that point that really was pretty freeing. And then I, I, he told me to again to me later on with another situation I'll talk about here in a second. But he, you know, he said, look, you own being obedient. You don't own the outcome. Right? Because I was afraid of her response, obviously, <laughs> you know, of what that was going to look like. And and, uh, you know, it worked out well. It really did, you know, um, as well as it could work out. But, you know, when I had to turn around and talk to my mom uh, a few years later about the molestation that I experienced as a kid, she did not know anything about it. And I really didn't want to tell her, but I thought my, at the time my brothers were coming to boot camp, which means they would have heard my story. I was going to talk about that at boot camp. And uh, I didn't want her to hear from them. And so I was on my way to Florida anyway and, and really did not want to tell her because she was getting up in age at the time, and I, I couldn't see the point. My God, I don't understand the point of you asking me to tell her. 
the story because it's just going to break her heart, and I don't see any good that's going to come from it. And he kept saying, look, you need to be obedient, but you don't, um, you don't own the outcome. If she's mad, maybe she needs to be mad. If she's at this, maybe she needs to be this way so I can work on her heart. And so I went and I told her, and really it became a very difficult conversation initially, but it became a very uh, point that brought my mom and I closer together than I could ever imagine, brought us and God together closer than I could have ever imagined. You know, and so I think there's something freeing about being obedient when you realize that you don't own what happens after that God does. I'm sorry to belabor that point so long, but for me that's been a very freeing thing on obedience. Oh, that's absolutely beautiful, Sam. And, and you know, how cool is that? I mean, <laughs> that it, it, to me, there's so many different ways when it comes to obedience that what you don't realize is God's got this absolutely amazing adventure. And so it's interesting to me that three of us submitted clips from Evan Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a real lesson in obedience in, in so many different ways, but don't miss the fact that God's called him on an adventure. So to set this up a little bit in Genesis 3.14, you may know that God called Noah to build an ark, and here he's going to call uh, Evan Baxter to do something uh, along those same lines. Dad, what are you doing? I'm watching this. Genesis 6.14. Gen 614. Joan, do we have a Bible anywhere? Genesis 614. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Gopher wood. Gopher wood. Get it? Go. Well, it's not really gopher wood. I just like the word play. No, it was pine and maple. It was clear cut from this valley to make room for all those houses. Excuse me, do I know you? Not as well as I'd like. I see you got my housewarming gift. That was you? You sent those? What are they for? Hey, hey. Genesis chapter 6, verse 14. I want you to build an ark. You want me to build an ark? Yes. So that's why the tools and you are responsible for the wood? Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, let's just start over. Who are you? I'm God. You're God? Yes. And I want you, Evan Baxter, to build a mark. Okay, you know what? This conversation is a little thing I like to call over. But I gotta get going. Because, frankly, I have an art to build. Busy, 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 busy. Nice meeting you. Take care. Oh, and... All right, see you later. Shake it off, Evan. It's over. The nutcase is gone. I am successful. I'm powerful. I'm handsome. I'm happy. Successful, powerful, handsome. Evan! Get it out, son. It's the beginning of wisdom. How did you get in here? Call the cops. Oh, no, no need. Look, look. There's one right there. Right there. Officer! 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 It's a beginning of wisdom, son. Let it out. Let it out. Because you can see Evan's a little bit scared when God shows up in his back seat, which I imagine you would be too, right? And so, you know, it was interesting to me that, you know, here we have three people pulling from the same movie. Like, here is an opportunity for Evan to be 
obedient. And just because I love puns so much, God did a great job here because gopher wood, if you looked at the side of that, if you didn't see the movie, there was a picture of a gopher, right? The animal, the gopher. And so it said, and then it said go, G-O, and then four, wood. And so there that was, was the, the head, the head on the. <laughs> From the company, yep. Yeah, the so, company, yeah. So he had the pun about three different ways, and he yeah. did love the he did love the wordplay. And and oh, by the way, it was Genesis six fourteen. For those who said, Robbie, I thought you said three fourteen. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> I was not being obedient to the. But anyway, very cool. And, and so Rodney, you, you love this adventure, and this is part of why you you went here. Yeah, I just th- just I think the adventure we've been on. Ever since we came off the uh, sage, it's just been awesome. And that's where tying all these things together about being a strong man is one who is going to at least try and strive to be obedient. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. But what I love is there's really when you get into the scriptural references of this and what God says, the pressure's off. It's not about what you do. It's about who you believe in, and we can talk about that when we come back, but I think that's just, to me, it's freeing. Right, so we got a lot of adventure coming your way. Just be sure and go to Masculine Journey and register for the boot camp. What if one weekend wasn't up to you that you could go and God would orchestrate it all? Masculine Journey Boot Camp, basic training designed to give men permission to be how God made them, passionate warriors for the kingdom. Based on John Eldridge's wild at heart, experience four days purpose for God to come after and perhaps reawaken dreams and desires he uniquely placed in your masculine heart. Fall Boot Camp coming up November 18th through the 21st. Go to MasculineJourney.org and register today. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. You go to facebook.com and click the donate button, or you can go to masculinejourney.org and find the donate button. masculinejourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey. So... For those of you who don't normally get to hear, Keith, our producer, Keith himself, picked, you know, he does do our narration on the um, joyride. So you get to hear Keith then. But Keith, you picked that bump, and, and it's perfect, right? Yeah, I, uh, well, I saw that we didn't have a bump for this week. So I just typed into Google uh, songs about obedience, you know. I was being obedient. That's, that was the task. So. <laughs> you, you done well. I did, I did okay. And, uh, and don't you think it's so critical? Like, it's hard to obey if you don't trust. And right. that was my problem with my big sister when she babysit. Me. Yeah, that goes you hand know. in hand. <laughs> you can't obey if you don't trust. So, yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's the deal. So, Jim's got something. Thanks, Keith. I just wanted to say what he said. Uh, trust and obey. There is no better way than to give it to Keith to find one. There you go. So, 
You know, one of the people that I know has been on many adventures when it comes to obedience is my friend Wayne, who is with us today. And um, Wayne, you know, you, you told a story that's really kind of hard to hear, but I think it's, it's significant that, that people do hear it, that, um, you know, you had a tough thing happen here in the last year or so that with God, with, with obedience. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It, we were talking about earlier in the, um, in the room kind of discussing a topic. Um, and I mentioned how important obedience is, um, uh, you know, when we're not obedient, other people miss out. Um, you know, Father doesn't ask us to be obedient for no reason. We don't have to understand the outcome or what it's about, but we're supposed to do what we're supposed to do. And and I had had a dream um, uh, about a young lady that I, I grew up with, and and Father had kind of given me some things to, to, that I needed to share with her, um, mostly just my own story, like what I was going through, the things that I had been brought through with the addiction and things like that, you know, some of the, the heartaches that I was going through. But really just to kind of go and, and give her some hope and to, to let her know, you know, this is what Father says and he's with you. And um, it so happened that I was going to be in the town that she opened up a shop in uh, and I went to visit her um, while I was there. And, and when I went in, um, you know, she was extremely ecstatic to see me. And she was a young lady that if you ever met her, you would never know there were anything, any issues. Like just the joy that, that she carried and shared with people. And um, while I was there, you know, the, a fear came on me. Like I don't want her to know my stuff. I don't want them to look at me, look down at me, and and know that, that I've had these issues. But um, I ended up, you know, I loved on her, but I didn't love on her the way that God had told me to love on her. Um, you know, I, di- I didn't give her the thing that I was supposed to. And I walked out of there, and then a few months later, she committed suicide. Um, and the Lord prompted me very, very, you know, very lovingly, but said, this is what it looks like when you're not obedient. There, There is a price to pay. Um, so, so it's... Again, we don't get to we don't get to know all the pieces and parts of why we're supposed to do what we're supposed to do. It says that you know sometimes he's a light unto your feet, and sometimes he's a light unto your you know unto your path, right? So it's do what he he's asking you to do, and and yeah, it, it is a hard thing to to let ourselves be vulnerable in that way. So Danny, I, our listeners love to hear from you, and I can see you. You you got some scripture here. You're studying, just looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. So what you got for us? Well, in First Samuel fifteen, it was the scripture that always come up. What are you story. flopping over there for? <laughs> Somebody took my clip. I <laughs> so I stole your scripture. I didn't, I didn't know. The uh, um, First Samuel fifteen verse twenty two says, and Samuel said, "Hath the Lord had great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices." As in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken better than the fat of rams. And that's after Saul had been disobedient with the Lord. Yeah. It's because you got your laptop open. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the. So have you had something like that in your own life, Danny? Yeah. I mean, and it's been said well already, but, you know, you don't understand where God's taking you sometimes. And. Even so, you think you've got a glimpse of where things are going, and sometimes it ends up in a totally different place. 
And I mean, in, in my own ministry journey, I don't know how I ended up in King. I really don't, but I'm here and well, I'm in Winston now, but I'm living King. But, um, the whole journey as to where he's taking me through, and I'll get into that a little bit later, but the, it didn't make sense at the time, but, but in the last year or so I've had time to reflect on the lessons that were learned in just being obedient and disobedient and the twists and turns. So, yeah, there's that concept of a long obedience in the same direction. I, I kind of like that because we, we do have a tendency to trip and fall, but, to pick up our friend Evan, you know, he, he's, he's slipped a few times before he's got a chance to find out what it means to obey God. So can you pick us up on the next clip there, Rodney? Yeah, so it was funny that we all ended up going to the same movie because it does paints a great picture with the three clips that we're going to use. But So here, Evan earlier was like, no, I'm going to be disobedient, right? And at the end of that clip, you heard him in the car, and here's God popping up his face in your rearview mirror. And then, no, here's a cop over there. Oh, he's the face of the cop. He's the face of the guy in the crosswalk. So eventually, you know, God works on you when you finally actually come to believe who he is and what he's telling you to do. So here is Evan making that switch from I'm in disbelief, I'm nuts, and okay, you are who you say you are, and I'm going believe- to follow you. So you're really him, aren't you? You want more proof? I haven't done the pillow of salt thing in a while. That's all right. I believe you. I just, I don't understand why you chose me. You want to change the world, son. So do I. What? Why an ark? I mean, that's like flood territory. You wouldn't do that again. You wouldn't do that. Would you do that? Let's just say that whatever I do, I do because I love you. Well, then you have to understand that this whole building and art thing is really not part of my plans here. I need to settle into my house. I need to make a good impression at work. <laughs> what? Your plans. <laughs> what? what are you talking? I'm, we're talking about an arc, right? I mean, an arc? An arc is huge. I don't even know where I would begin. Well, I hear that a lot. People want to change the world, don't know how to begin. You want to know how to change the world, son? One act of random kindness at a time. Build the ark. I'll tell you what. You build it, I'll fill it. And if anybody asks, tell them flood's coming. Oh, and um, you might need this. Okay, so what do I do? I grab the wood. Oh, okay. You know, that's just cruel. Do you see him? I don't see him. Yeah, that's where he's talking to the dog there at the end. It's like, hey, do you see him? No, he's just disappeared on us again, didn't he? He appears and disappears on you all the time. And that's one of the things that, you know, when you're sitting there trying to come in and be close and comfortable with God, it's going to be uncomfortable. When you think it's going to be uncomfortable and things are going to be really hard, all of a sudden things are smooth. It's just the opposite almost all the time with him because he's like, no, I'm going to keep you guessing. I want to keep you trying to reach and find me. I'm not going to make it easy on you, but but I'm going to make you work, but that's what's going to pay off and be the, the gold nugget at the end. Yeah, so what I saw there too is if you, and, and I think God does this in all, of course it was a movie, 
But, you know, God called him to a, a level of obedience for something he was totally not prepared for, didn't want to go there, you know, rejected that he had it in what it takes. But what I noticed was that God called out and said, you want to change the world. He noticed that in him. And that's what we all carry within us is a desire to make life better and to fulfill his plan. But a lot of us just do not feel like we have what it takes. So therefore, we don't obey and to step into those adventures he has for us. So eventually we get to do Danny's clip. So here we go, Danny. Hey. Hey. What are you doing here? Just hanging out with some old friends. You knew all along, didn't you? You knew the dam was unstable. It hadn't been for the Ark, my family, the neighbors. I fought you every step of the way. Yes, but you did it. So you had nothing to do with the flood? Like where the Ark landed exactly? I gave you a little shove at the end. Sue me. <laughs> you did good, son. You changed the world. No. No, I didn't. Well, let's see. Spending time with your family, making them very happy. Gave that dog a home. <laughs> right, so? So? How do we change the world? One act of random kindness at a time. One act yeah i can remember when we were beginning ministry in in Asheboro, or i didn't know we were beginning ministry we were talking about it and i was scared to death remember being in the pastor's office tears in my eyes going you got the wrong guy you just got the wrong guy and he laughed and i didn't think it was funny but he's a big guy so i let him laugh um and you know what became of that was you know a journey of not sure where money was coming from we got cut out of the budget we got reduced and reduced and then non-existent we got and then we decided we were going to renovate a house and we were doing the plans for it and i can remember us coming up with a figure like ninety thousand dollars and i'm going this is more than buying hot dogs it scared me to death where is this going to come from? What is this going to do? And then when it all ended up, it was kind of like I had this vision of houses everywhere, you know, the whole nine yards, and then it was like we're shutting it down. And I'm going, I don't understand. But in the end, I mean, God was like, well done. Did you do the dance? <laughs> no, I can't dance. I do. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? They do the dance at the end. That's all right. It's a victory kind of thing. Yeah, you get. Yeah, there you go. You got it. Oh, I hate the listeners couldn't see that. So, <laughs> I don't <laughs> really. <laughs> so we have an after-hour show. We're going to hear more of these stories of obedience slash disobedience, as the case may be. <laughs> we have a really neat clip from an old Disney movie. So you go to masculinejourney.org, and there you can listen to the podcast after hours or wherever you get your podcasts, um, as well as a joyride with Keith many times. Or while you're there, why not register for the boot camp? You get to see Danny do the dance live. If you come, I promise you, he will do it on stage. So don't miss it. <laughs> go to masculinejourneyradio.org. This is the Truth Network.